kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's a swole daddy and a medical baddie. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the amount of technical terminology I've been using, such as liver function tests and dignity, so I will try to stick to more common terminology in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hi, friends. Cameron works so hard to make sure that our podcast stays relevant. Working hard. Okay, that's good to hear. Are you trying? Are you trying to make train sounds? The shovel. Oh, a shovel. Okay. This is me shoveling all the laughs, all the humor, all the fun, all the things that you can't bring to the table onto the pile that is the podcast. Okay. Well, yeah, we. Oh, my back. Yeah. So Cameron tries so hard to keep the podcast relevant and understandable to our listeners that when he was told that it was getting chilly outside. He began a search for this it clown because it was getting chilly outside. Uh, And furthermore, where he could um, also find some of this chili. Uh, So Cameron... Where I could find a chilies to go. Okay, I guess I misinterpreted because it's chilly outside. You were looking for... Yeah, chilies to go. You were hungry. You're outside. You just pull up into your spot and then they bring you the food. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. And we're not sponsored by Chili's to go, but I think if we like put a little pressure on them, we could. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. No, I, it'd be great to be sponsored by Chili's. That sounds nice. I'm just saying, maybe if we get, if we figure out who the CEO of Chili's is, maybe get a house key, maybe sneak in a little bit. And then just kind of wing it. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen after then, but that's kind of the fun of it. I feel like that's not. That that's not the fun of it. That's you know, sneaking into someone's house mm-hmm. without their knowledge. Ooh yeah. This is already juicing me up. This is so fun. Well, also with us is DJ Dylan the House. Fitness and health. Fitness and health. Fitness and health. This is already juicing me up. This is so fun. And later, Cameron How's tells me... How's this for baby back ribs? That's maybe a thing I could say to him. What was that? How's this for baby back ribs? Oh, to the, to the CEO? Yeah. 
But you like, would you have ribs in your hands? Well, th- th- these are all things that we can workshop and figure out in the future while we're there. Again, we're going to wing it. I, I think we should really trust our instincts on this one. My instincts are telling me don't do it. How's this for a baby back rib? Look out, it's a baby back rib. See, these are all things that we could maybe talk about and, and kind of figure something out. Right. Okay, well, and later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a very special guest. That is true, Dr. London. Right, so look forward to that. Uh, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Quote, He really gets me going, lol, if only I wasn't married. Married Bill 63 years ago this spring, happily married, end quote. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for reaching out to us here at the Jock Doc Podcast. We always appreciate hearing back from our listeners. To answer your question, uh, it's, it's great that you've been married for uh, 63 years. That's quite an accomplishment. Um, and we here at the podcast congratulate you for that. Um, though temptations can always arise, I admire that you can recognize the valuable relationship that you already have. Oh, you think you're so awesome? Well, here's an awesome blossom for you. That's for... That's for the Chili's guy. the Chili's guy. I mean, I assume that's who she was talking about, right? Not her husband, but the guy who, like, really gets things going for her. Uh, Do you think she's referring to the Chili's CEO? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. Perhaps. I, I thought since she was sending it to us that it was addressed to maybe... The podcast itself or something. Nope. Uh, Anyway, to that listener, thank you for listening. Now for a tale from our clinic. A patient came in and I asked the usual questions like how they have been since their last appointment, whether they've been taking their medications as prescribed, etc. And I often ask them just to bring their pill bottles with them so we can be sure about what they were taking and how much they have left. When I asked if this particular patient had been taking his medications and whether he needed a refill, he held out his empty pill bottle. For a moment, I thought, okay, so he ran out of his medications. Uh, But whenever I asked, he clarified, oh no, I have more meds left. See, I take them out of this bottle because I don't know, I don't like how it looks. And I transfer it to a bigger bottle. Then I transfer pills from that bottle into my daily medicine planning dispenser. So that is an example of how it can be difficult for clinicians to get a clear story from a patient, even about something as simple as a medication. I think it's really reassuring that people know that they can go to you with anything, with any of their issues, and you will tell their story anonymously on the podcast. Yes, yeah, well, especially embarrassing things, things that say on accident, maybe maybe dealing with drug addicts and things of that nature. I like it. Well, it's it's anonymous and it's you know not not identifying information. Which I did. I do want to deal with some of this stuff a little bit because I have been uncomfortable with the anonymous nature of these things. Are they going to hack us if you keep telling these stories? Okay, no. I when I say anonymous, uh-huh. I mean unidentified not well, yeah that's what makes them so scary dude yeah and i anonymous the number one hacker group of 2009 remember those v for vendetta masks yeah and no, they carried signs against scientology yeah 
So this they is... stood up against Scientology. Wow. Before then, the only people brave enough to do that was the most popular comedy television show, South Park. They stood up against Scientology. You know? So I guess this is my fault. I should have clarified that when I say anonymous, I don't mean the organization anonymous. Ooh, sends shivers down my spine. Yeah. So I'm not referring to them or, you know, to that hacker group. I'm actually referring to just sort of the concept of anonymity where you, you're you not identified. And so with these patients, sometimes there will be a funny thing that happens some little sort of odd thing in conversation. Yeah, if they don't say everything perfectly, they can rest assured that you're just going to nail them on the podcast. Yes. Just really just like rake them over the coals. Yes. And that's what I love about this show. No, Holding no punches. Especially towards the sick and addicted. Well, and usually these are with patients who are, you know, Generally, I mean, it, it varies between patients, but it's more about conversational things. Right, of, right, right. Sort of like what you do with it in everyday life. But sort of the reason why we do it is because I see, I meet so many new people every day that in a given day you'll run into someone more quirky. And it's just like any job where you meet a lot of new people from all walks of life. Well, and that's probably their quirks and things like that are one, probably the reason they want to stay anonymous. And two, the reason they probably were forced towards a life of, you know, crime-based hacking. Okay. And I do want to say, if you want to hack someone on this podcast, if you're taking offense towards these stories and having your medical history just thrown around publicly, I do not have anything. I don't have a single thing. I don't have a single asset. I am hugely in debt. Dr. London has a yacht. He has a yacht inside of a yacht. Don't ask me why, but he insisted on it. Wow. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. And his social security number No. is 432. No, no, okay. What? Oh, so you can just dish it? You can dish all these stories, but you can't give the people what they want? No. Let's move on from there. All right, all right, all right. Now for today's medical topic, abdominal aortic aneurysm. Abdominal aortic aneurysm is an abnormal localized dilation or expanded portion of the aorta. And so the aorta is the big blood vessel that comes out of the heart and down through the abdomen. Uh, So problems with the aorta can have big consequences. As for abdominal aortic aneurysm, the average time of diagnosis of one is 65 to 70 years old um, and is more common in men and smokers. So men who smoke are typically screened for this condition via ultrasound at some point between the ages of 65 and 75 years of age. One reason we screen for it is that... Oh, it, you like those smoked baby back ribs? Well, how about this? How about I smoke you with this? Okay, and that's... Uh, uh, this, yeah, yeah, I'm still still the, kind of workshopping stuff over yeah, here. Sorry. The Chili CEO. All right, well, one reason oh, we screen... smoker. You might have a artel, uh, uh, whatever you said. So, one reason we screen for abdominal aortic aneurysm is that we may not even, uh, it may not be present clinically, but rather uh, it can progressively expand until slowly it ruptures all of a sudden. 
So the triad of abdominal pain, hypotension, and a palpable pulsatile abdominal mass indicates a ruptured aortic aneurysm. Um, and for that, emergency surgery is indicated. Well, and I do want to say, like, I do think it's fine to mess with the chili CEO guy. Like, who cares? But you don't m- want to mess with triads. Okay. And I guess that that's my fault. I should clarify this. When I say triad, I mean it's, it's three s- symptoms grouped together. Or I guess uh, some of them are symptoms, some of them are signs. Uh, right, it's three. It's multiple criminal organizations. I, th- I believe based in Hong Kong, Taiwan, and then maybe like Singapore or something like that. So it's multiple groups kind of un- under one umbrella, and you do not want to mess with these triads. All right. Well, I I guess similarly to to that concept, you don't want to mess with a ruptured abdominal aortic aneurysm, which. The triad, once again, would be hypotension, abdominal pain, and a palpable pulsatile abdominal mass. Well, and especially if they're trying to loan you money that's just too good to be true, just know that if you can't pay up with that like crazy interest that they're requiring, they're not just going to get mad at you. You get you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're going to cut off a limb, cut off a finger. Is that what you're prepared for? Uh, I, I think we might be talking about different things here. But we can. I understand why you're trying to change the subject. We've never been 100% clear on where you get all your funds. I've never been 100% clear on it. For me, it's because. So I'm, I work as a doctor. That's oh, how. yeah? Then what? I never see you at home during the day. That's because I'm usually at you know, the hospital or clinic. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure. Do you think that people who are always. Never see you at the house. That people who are at the house make money by being at the house. I'm just saying it's impossible to verify your whereabouts because you're never around. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And I just, I don't know where you're getting all this money from. And now you're trying to distance yourself from the triads, which is interesting to me. That's all. And you're trying to, you're not on board with this Chili's thing. I don't know how that connects, but I'll figure that out eventually. Uh, well, Cameron, uh, you said you have a guest for us today? We do, Dr. London. Okay. Uh, hello there. Hi, is this is this Dr. London? Yes, that's me. Do you go by London or you go by Smith? Because your last name is Smith, right? Yeah, usually I go by Dr. London just because it's easier to um, identify. Like, there are a lot of Dr. Smiths, but there are only so many. I see, I see. Now, I was I was thinking about calling you Dr.com because it's actually DrLondonSmith.com, isn't it? Yeah, so you you could, but... And that, I guess, would be less common even than Dr. London. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of a .com or really even a doctor.org or .gov. Basically what happened is there is a there was another Dr. Smith that looks a lot like our Dr. London Smith who did some things that were questionable. And so Dr. London started going by Dr. London. Then there was a Dr. London who looked exactly like Dr. London that started doing some things that were questionable. So to distance himself from that, he started going as DrLondonSmith.com. I see. I see. It, I was just confused about this. I mean, I, I, I want to I approach the people, the professionals I'm working with, with a little bit of respect. So uh, we'll go with Dr. London if that's okay with y'all. Sure. And what was your name? Uh, so I'm Sam Clamison. Sam Clamison. Yeah, you you know you can call me Sam. I I don't I don't want people to get tripped up on that last name, just like I got tripped up on yours. And uh, you know I was calling in because um, you know I've been I've been having a lot of pain. Okay. Uh, 
Can you tell me about this pain? Can you tell me more? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like a deep pain. Like it's not like you know I broke my leg or uh, you know I got a rash or I got you know a beast. It's it's like a really really deep pain. Like I feel it in my soul. Oh. It's like a really really deep pain. Like I feel it in my soul. Is this is this more of an emotional pain than it is a physical? pain? I mean, it's emotional, but it's also like you know I'm sitting back and it's like. Man, I just ache. Like after a day, I'm just aching all over, inside and out. Oh wow, that's. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, how long has this been going on? I mean, I've been saying it's it's probably you know like uh, six months, six yeah, half a year, half a year probably yeah. Okay, so you've had these aches and pains for six months. Uh, have you have you tried seeing a doctor about it? You know, I I have my own kind of ways of addressing this stuff. Like you know. Uh, it might be a little bit foreign to you, foreign to some of your listeners, but uh, I really like lemon juice, you know? Like, usually when I get hurt, I just put some lemon juice on and things get better. Wow. Huh. Well, uh, I... I mean, I, I broke my arm last year, put some lemon juice on. It was it was fun in, like, you know, three to six months. Really? It, wow. It, it all healed up? Yeah, I mean, I just had the lemon juice on there, waited, and eventually I was better. I mean, huh. I, feel, I feel like that usually, the lemon juice, like, you know, I got... Uh, I think it was a couple years ago, uh, I got like, you know, I walked into like a hive, like a beehive, and I got stung all over, I was in the hospital for months and months, didn't do anything, put some lemon juice on it, I was, I was fine, I mean, I, I didn't even notice anything after, you know, I'm eight, nine months. Well, that brings me to my next question, uh, are you, do you deal with lemons a lot at work, or what do you do for work? Oh, yeah, right. So I, you know, I, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know. Um, Is that a little uh, bit of lemon-based this and a little bit of lemon-based Yeah, based I, mean, I mean, I mean, I do have, um, I guess I call it kind of a lemon business where I sell the lemons. Mm. And I figure, you know, I'm, I'm getting hurt, you know, I, I'm a little bit of a, a klutz, so I get hurt quite a bit, so I got to use the lemons for that. But then, you know, I got leftover lemons because I bought them in bulk. I'm, I usually go to Costco, so, you know, I sell the rest of the lemons and... Uh, you know, there's that saying, every time life gives you lemon, make lemonade. So I got plenty of lemonade since I'm selling some of that, too. So your business is going to Costco, buying lemons, and then just selling those exact same lemons. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but you need a membership to go to Costco. And I got I got a membership. So. Oh, so that's most of your overhead right there, is the, is the $50 a year membership. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And I'm sure you're probably spending money to get a hot dog, like one of the $2 dogs or, you know, a slice of pizza. Yeah, I, I like the hot dogs, but uh, I've been trying to cut back on the meat. So I, I usually get the pizza, I get some soft serve yogurt. And you're probably just munching on lemons, right? Yeah, I mean, the lemon, lemons are pretty good for you. Like, all the way around, it's got, they got, like, vitamin C. And, like, I think that's why it usually works on my pain, except for this pain. This is a soulful pain, and that's... That's why I'm calling in Dr. London because this is, this, is, this is some real pain and I, I feel like I, I need a I need a shoulder to cry on and maybe uh, maybe a doctor to, to kind of get it my, my deep woes here. Well let's Dr. London we should I think we should take it back. You said this started about six months ago so in about right. June right 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 June mm-hmm. So could you do you remember the before and after? Do you remember what was the inciting incident of this deep deep soul based pain? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, to be honest, I, I feel like 
And I don't want to diagnose myself because, you know, people go there, they go on WebMD and they try to do this and sure. stuff. But uh, uh, to be honest, my wife left me. Aww. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, when you say, so she, she left you, um, have you tried going to therapy or anything like that for this? Uh, I mean, I, I've been to a couple therapists and uh, normally they say, well, you know, you always smell like lemons. You, you always carrying lemons around. You always drinking lemonade. Maybe that has something to do with your wife leaving you. And I, I just don't feel like that's right. You know, like I felt like I needed professional medical advice about this. because that, that, that can't be right. And the way people judge other people just for being a little different astounds. Dr. London does this a lot, too. He has these patients come in and he's just always like, oh, you smell like a specific fruit. Oh, I can't stand you. Blah, blah. He does this. Well, yeah, it's a it's a thing, and I and you know I go to a group. It's it's like you know Fruitaholics Anonymous, and we you know there's people who like oranges. There's people who like pears, and I don't even know if a pear is a fruit or a vegetable to be quite honest. But we let them in the group anyway, and like you know it's a it's a it's a common thing. So, do you get along with these people? Or uh, generally, generally, I mean, there was one person who came in and she was like, oh, I hate lemons. I love strawberries. And I was just like, I understand she's got a condition. I, I did some deep breathing. You know, I, I kind of centered myself, did some meditation. And, you know, I, I got through it. So I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. Oh, Sam, this, this sounds like it's been difficult. Did your uh, did did this you said the lemon this lemon business started before uh, your wife left you then, right? Before six months ago, you were getting into lemons. How, how long before that did you start this lemon enterprise? Uh, I would say I've been doing it for a couple of years. Okay. And, uh, well, I don't, and I'm not trying to take a side here on any of it, but did this affect your marriage at all? Yeah, I mean, my wife, she would be like, you know, why are we drinking lemonade again? We drank it last night. We drank the night before. We drank it the week before. We drank it the month before. And I just told her it's got lots of good properties. Got you know, it's got a, a vitamin C and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't always love the lemons, but you know, I didn't always love everything about her either. I mean, that's, that's what love is, man. You, you you make it you make it work. And you know, she uh, what can I say? I mean, she's sometimes she wanted or- the orange juice, and I was like, okay, fine. But I, you know, I sat there kind of drinking my lemonade with like, you know, the judging eyes, and you know, she, I guess kind of got to her. But uh, yeah, I mean, we made it work for uh, for a little while. But uh, yeah, now I just got this soulful pain, and I don't know what to do about it. This reminds me of a relationship I was in that uh, this it, it still kind of hurts to talk about, but I. Um... I, I kind of put both both me and and the person I was dating on a on a on a diet grape fago diet. Okay. Fago, of course, being the soda famously associated with Juggalos. Okay. And that became kind of what we consumed morning, day, and night. By diet, I don't mean that wasn't just what we had. I meant that's what we were consuming at all hours of the day. Oh. And okay. she kept saying, "My teeth hurt. My my kidneys hurt." Like, all these things hurt so bad. And I kept saying, well, you committed to this lifestyle. You committed to this relationship. So what I'm hearing is you don't love me. Well, yeah. And so how how did that turn out? I don't know. I left. I just walked away. Oh, so in this case, this caused you to leave because you were frustrated with her. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Cameron. It's a lot of difficult relationships based around... Uh, I guess diets today. Um, and I know, 
Right, and that's and that's why I've been looking at this. Uh, I've been looking at the websites. I go on like the OKCupid. I go on the Mash.com, and I put them in. Like you know, I love lemons. Uh, if you don't love lemons, yeah, I probably ain't gonna love you. And you know, I've that's I've been going on some dates. I'm getting out there, and you know, uh, sometimes lemons ain't in season, but I'm still eating the lemons. Like the ones you know, I like store them in the fridge and for, you know freezer. And uh, I'm not so sure everyone's so into this lifestyle, but I feel like we should be a country where you know anyone can. Anyone can find anyone, right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you right now, you're going to have people, probably people like Dr. London because of his judgmental attitude, telling you, hey, cool it on the lemons. It seems clear that the lemons are affecting every aspect of your life negatively. And I'm saying I had people telling me about that, about my diet grape fago, and I said, F you. Yeah, like the CeeLo Green song, F you. And I told them to get out of my face. And you know what? I drink Fago every single day, still to this day. My life revolves around it. I think about it nonstop, and I'm happier than I've ever been. I want to kill myself. So this, but I'm the happiest I've ever been. So wanting to kill yourself—that's that's an up from where you were. Oh yeah, because before I wanted to kill myself and I had no Fago whatsoever. Oh, but now you have the same feeling, but in addition to that. Now I've got a ton of Fago. Yes. Okay. Well, this, that's actually concerning, Cameron. That's something we should probably talk about. Uh, we can deal with it after the podcast. But Okay. So what, what, do, you, what do you suggest? I mean, we're, we're listening to Sam's issues and the, this pain that he's dealing with. I mean, Sam, what have, what have you tried to help this pain? Well, have you tried any... I mean, there's lemons, you know, I've been eating the lemons and, uh, yeah, I made some, I recommend continuing on that path. I I made some lemon meringue pie and, you know, uh, never had lemons quite that way before. It was pretty good. Yeah. I see you're just eating the peel on its own right now. I feel, as that, you know, I feel like, uh, you've probably got some fiber or something. I mean, you know, it's good. It's good to eat the skin as some people say about potatoes, right? I mean, yeah, I, I can't speak to it. Have you? Well, one problem with eating one particular type of food to the exclusion of all others, I'm not sure if you've been doing that, but it, it can leave you with vitamin deficiencies. Well, some people have that point of view. I, I mean, you're right. Some of my dates have said similar, and, uh, you know, I've, t- I've taken that into consideration. When you go out to eat, do you order just lemons to eat? Lemon, generally lemons, but, uh, you know, I get some sides sometimes, you know, I get, uh, some limes sometimes, some limes on the side. So, you know, if that's true to you, you need to stick with, I know Dr. London here is saying, oh, mix it up and you're not getting the vitamins that you need. I'm saying screw him. You know, what's pure in your heart. And, and that's, that's lemons, and that baby, that that's my friends, that's what I like about this show because you can get Doctor Lund's opinion, but you can also get a second opinion. You don't even have to pay twice. Like you, you get them both in one place. Oh yeah, you can get Doctor London's. You know, uh, how do I even put this? Uh, like scammy, scummy, well, I, made up. I don't know if it's... nonsense. Or you can get like someone with some real street smarts who consumes thirty-five gallons of diet grape fago every single day. Okay, well, I have another question for Sam. So I notice um, that you have, well, for, for one thing, we all know that, you know, vitamin C prevents scurvy. 
So it's that's one bright side to you having all these lemons. But I do see that your teeth look like they're decaying. And is that, I think I see mouth ulcers from all the acidity. Uh, has that, did, did your wife mention that as an issue? Well, I mean, she did a couple times mention a couple things about the dental area. Um, you know, I brush my teeth. Uh, I have I have some lemon flavored uh, toothpaste, and uh, I, I do try to take care of them. I mean, uh, lemons are fruit. You got to remember this. And I never heard of a doctor who said you eating too many fruits. So, absolutely, you know. yeah, that's ridiculous. This is this is the kind of stuff. Doctor London, anti-vax, anti-fruit. Yes. No. Okay. I should clarify on that. I'm not anti-vax. I strongly support vaccinations. Dr. London, forced vaccinations and forced fruits, but no lemons. This is the kind of stuff he tries to push. Okay. I, well, so, Sam. Well, uh, real quick, I want to say you mentioned uh, lemon-flavored toothpaste. Could you walk through what that is? Yeah, is it I just mean, a it's, normal... yeah, it's toothpaste. Um, it's a company out of uh, Florida that makes it. And, um, you know, everything out of Florida is pretty good, in my opinion. I'm from northern Florida myself. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it's basically it's it's, it's your normal toothpaste, but uh, it's kind of yellowish. Uh, it kind of tastes like lemons. Uh, it's for the for the lemon lovers out there. So, um, and I brush my teeth, you know, two three times a day with that stuff. And I figure, you know, as long as you long as you maintaining the dental hygiene, you can eat whatever you want. And Doctor London, could you maybe talk through some of the medical benefits of consuming a constant stream of lemons day day in and day out? Well, and that's one of the things I'm trying to address here is that actually, so some of that, a balanced diet involves lemons or or some citrus fruits, fruits and vegetables, but it also involves other food groups. It healed his broken bones over the course of months and months. I See, what I'm guessing is perhaps either the, I'm not sure the condition of his bones at the time. Uh, like I wasn't there to see it, but that sounds a little bit far-fetched to me that 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 merely putting on lemon juice would fix it. Uh, that that seems less than believable to me. If that over makes the sense. course of months and months, yeah, especially over the course of months. And I months. mean, we can't we can't expect a bone to just heal itself over not with any treatment. I mean, every kind of treatment takes time. I mean, am I, am I wrong, doctor? Well, it sounds like. Waiting, f- what what you just stated, waiting for it to heal itself, it could have very well have been what happened, since it took months and months. Well, uh, I I mean, you got an opinion. I mean, you you're, you're wonderful producer Cam has got opinion too. So it's, it's absurd, Doctor London. It's not magic. Bones can't just heal themselves over a month, you know, months and months period. Probably in a cast or something like that. It's not like it's going to heal itself. Yeah. So so you have but osteo- the lemons. You have osteoblasts and osteoclasts. The osteoclasts, uh, the, where the osteoblasts lay down bone, this is all sort of a process that happens on a cellular level that your bones actually can regenerate. So that's, uh, they can heal. Wow, your bones can regenerate with the help of lemons. Yes. This is the kind of information that I love, Dr. London. This no. is the kind of stuff. I okay. love science. And I feel and I feel like I'm getting so much affirmation from this visit. I mean, I... Doctor Lutter, you're working miracles here, man. You're you're making me feel a little less painful already. Well, I I am glad to hear that, um, but but I really think that you should probably you know see, see a new therapist maybe because it sounds like you're dealing with some some things with your 
wife leaving. And uh, that's more of a therapist kind of thing rather than, you know, a, a medical physician doctor visit. But uh, although a psychiatrist may also prescribe you some something to help with. And, uh, and that's what I was feeling. that's what I was going to ask you about, Dr. Lennon, which is that um, is there any kind of like layman based medication I can maybe, you know, take for this? I could probably drum something up. I I mean, you could put like maybe wrap the pill in a lemon flavored something. That's what I'm, I'm not talking sure. about. Like I feel like this is a real breakthrough we're having right here. Right. Well, and one thing I should say, you really should not exclusively eat just the lemons. I I'm going to have to take the side of uh anyone else in your life who has also said that because a diet of one thing too too much of one thing is bad. We might just want to wrap this up. Because uh, I don't really see you wanting to give give up this sort of diet, Sam. And it seems to be kind of the root of all your problems is just your love for, for eating lemons. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The, the root of all your problems is the thing you love most in this world. Great advice, Dr. London. I'm glad that our patients can can just call in and get great advice like that. That you just tear them down and say they can't love what they love purely. Well, I also... So he had a relationship with his wife, I assume, which was affected by this other love for lemons. Sam, tell me honestly. Who do you love more? Your ex-wife or lemons? I mean, the way I see it is sometimes two people just ain't a right fit. You know, they, Mm -hmm. they ain't necessarily cut out for each other. And, uh... But sometimes a person in a, in a citrus fruit, they they are the right fit. And they generally are cut out for each other. And uh, I can keep eating them, and I'm pretty happy with that decision. Wow. So. This is making me cry. This is so sweet. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I feel better already. But Dr. Lundy, you have just affirmed everything I already knew to be true about myself and my behavior oh, and no. how I was right to keep eating lemons until my wife left me. So... I just feel so great. I'm so I was so happy to be here. All right. Uh I that's not exactly what I was trying to convey, but we really are low on time. Um well, thank you, Sam. Uh Clamson, is how you say it? Yeah, Clamson. 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 So Sam, um I think we're going to wrap it up here, but uh is there a way that um any of our listeners can reach you to follow you or uh hear you somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I got my own podcast going. Uh, it's called Extremely Offline, and uh, we just we we bring together guests that you know they talk to, talk about all kinds of stuff, but usually from different kind of points of view, trying to get okay. people together for for a discussion across differences. So okay, well, that sounds great. And uh, is there any way they can uh, reach you on you know follow you on social media or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I got this uh, kind of anonymous moniker. It's a uh, Z A I D. K-I-L-A-N-I, you know, that's my, my kind of my at on the, uh, the social media, so on Twitter and uh, other places. Okay. So. All right. Well, uh, yeah, to our listeners, you should go give that a follow and give it a listen, subscribe. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Sam, for being on. Uh, thank you, Cameron, our producer. Um, thank, thank you, you Dr. London, for shooting down any suggestion that another person might have and for tearing down the things people love. I appreciate it. I really do. We need people like you to work as sort of a villain in this world. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, and thank you to Gigi Dolan, the host. Dr. London has a yacht. He has a yacht inside of a yacht. Dr. London has a yacht. He has a yacht inside of a yacht. Um, my name, as Cameron said, is DrLondonSmith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. He has a yacht inside of a yacht. It's Friday night. Your friends bailed on you again, so you have no plans. You were going to write a five-star review of the Jock Doc podcast on Monday, but all of these friends of yours had kept you so occupied that, well, you just lost track of time. But tonight, Mr. Teddy Bear had an important meeting that, quote, couldn't wait. Uh, Mrs. Stuffed Elephant went to start an ethical circus. Uh, Captain Vampire shipped out to the Thumb Wars. So all of your best friends are gone. So maybe it's time to reflect and take care of some of those important things that you've been neglecting. Hmm. So, yes, it is finally time to text Lieutenant Giraffe and Doll with Head Torn Off the 7th with a link to your favorite episode of the Jock Doc podcast. Now, Dr. London, can you rate and review and share only on Fridays? Oh, no. Actually, you could have done this on Monday, that day okay. whenever your friends blew you off. Uh, you could do it on a Tuesday. That's like in an the option. afternoon or morning? in the morning? Yeah, morning yeah. as well. At night is oh. also an option. Mid-morning also. I can, I, I can listen to this at night? Like it works at night? Yeah, it's actually pre-recorded. Even if I can't see, if it's too dark to see? Yeah, so actually the thing about podcasts, what makes it such an interesting medium is that it's all audio-based. So you, you could be blind, and to our blind listeners, thank you for listening. Um, to our deaf listeners, also, thank you for listening. Thank that, you. It still helps us. Um, uh, so you can text them your a link to your favorite episode of the Jock Talk podcast, or maybe just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com if that's easier and maybe fill your social media feed with fun stuff from at jockdocpodcast and you know what i i would say if you need to make it more enticing like let's say you have a friend who doesn't really listen to many podcasts and you need you you need them to take interest like mr elephant yeah, you should tell them that there's a really, really great uh, panini recipe in the middle of the podcast. Oh, that's really good, yeah. Or like there's collectively a great panini recipe if they listen to enough episodes. Oh, like one ingredient, an episode. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to listen for it, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and most importantly, it's time to go ahead and leave a five-star review for the Jock Dog podcast. You can do that in uh, whichever app, uh, especially if you have an Apple product. You could just go to the podcast app and write a review. Just scroll down, write a review. Um, and you can write about, give a five-star review telling which children's toys were too busy to hang out with you this weekend. And maybe go into the Reddit comment section. Maybe go to like the Earth Porn Reddit and it'll be a picture of like well, a sunset. Yeah. And then you go in there, you're like, oh man, this sunset's so cool. Reminds me of. Yeah. I wish I could be watching the sunset while listening to my favorite podcast, the yeah. Jock Talk podcast. 
or maybe you go to the uh, Taylor Swift's armpits subreddit, which is a real subreddit. And it's important. And on a picture of Taylor Swift's armpits, you say, mm. oh, man, these armpits are so good. I wish I was looking at them while I was listening to my favorite podcast, the Jock Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, if you guys can just keep doing that, because uh, really most of our listener base is Taylor Swift armpit fans, uh, specifically people who dislike the rest of her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seething hatred for everything else. Yeah. About her. Uh, but love the armpits. So, and of course, we love all of our listeners, including our Taylor Swift armpit fans, and including Taylor Swift. Taylor reached out to us recently and told us how big of a fan she was. Uh huh. No, oh, it's almost embarrassing how much she was gushing about it. Yeah, uh, it made me uncomfortable. She said that "You Belong to Me" was about you, Doctor London. Yeah, and I, I, I tried to tell her I don't. I haven't heard of you. Yeah. And I, but like I didn't say it because she's right there. It's embarrassing. I yeah, know. yeah. But I was like, no. But I mean, now I know of her. Now I know about her armpits. Anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>